For many reasons, my life's timeline is split into two separate parts, before the year 2020 and after the year 2020. Without a doubt, my best year prior to this cutoff date should have been the year 2018. But surprisingly, this year was equally the most tumultuous year of my life. For instance, in this year, I was forced to leave the University of Zambia, which was a bad thing. I started my business, which was a great thing. Equally in this year, I met a girl, which was a good thing, but sadly, I lost that girl, which was a bad thing. Equally in this year, I almost lost my sight, which honestly is simply a story for another day. But to top it all off, in this given year, I lost my dear brother. And forgive me that I've digressed a little, but the point is the year 2018, although arguably was one of my best years, was equally a very eventful year. In fact, I'm even forced to reconsider whether or not it was my best year prior to 2020. But for the purposes of this episode, in that year 2018, I had the pleasure of delivering a talk on the Zambian capital markets. At this time, I had no public speaking experience. I had never spoken to a large crowd of people. And to make matters worse, I had no knowledge on investing. But I was young, fearless, and confident, so I decided to go ahead. Before delivering the talk, I decided to do my research, and I dug deep into this field of investing and capital markets in general. And I delivered the speech and the response, I must say, was overwhelming. Granted, I've come such a long way since uh, delivering that talk in 2018, and I've learned a lot about the Zaman capital markets. And today I shall attempt to add to your knowledge on investing and money in general. So perhaps the most fitting starting point should be to pose this question. If I gave you 100,000 quite today, I gave it to you 100,000 kwacha, no strings attached. What would you do with it? Needless to say, 100,000 kwacha is a large sum of money. And certainly, at least in my opinion, I feel such a large sum of money should be invested. So the question then falls on, where would you invest such a large sum of money? And in this episode, I shall attempt to share with you the different investment options available in the Zambian capital markets and I guess answer the question what would you do with the 100,000 kwacha? First and foremost, what is this thing called investing? Or how would you define the term investment? Well, investing is the means of allocating money to an endeavor such as a project, a business or real estate with the expectation of earning a profit. It is how money is made to grow or appreciate over a short-term or long-term period of time. It is the current commitment of money or other resources in the expectation of reaping a benefit. It is about placing your money towards an endeavor with the expectation of earning an additional income. Plain and simple. The Zambian capital markets or the capital markets of any country should be the place to facilitate investing. It should be the place to facilitate the growth of your money. The capital market is the financial market in which debt and equity instruments are traded. 
An effective financial market should facilitate the buying and selling of equity and debt securities. The market channels savings and investments from the surplus to the deficit units. In other words, there should be fluidity of things. Money should move from the units of excess to the parts where it is needed the most. There must be a flow. That's it. I shall now turn to the several investment options available for trade on the Zambian capital markets. Number one, debt securities. These securities include bonds and notes. A bond is an agreement with legal force, first and foremost, and once a person purchases a bond, he or she is issued a certificate by either government or a public company promising to pay the borrowed money at a fixed rate of interest at a specified time. An investor who purchases a bond simply lends their money to an issuer, and the bond represents the issuer's contractual promise to pay that interest and repay the principal according to those specified terms of the contract. They are typically medium to long-term instruments. Notes, on the other hand, which are characteristically similar to bonds in the sense that they both involve periodic payments and the principal amount being paid upon maturity. The distinguishing factor between notes and bonds is that notes are typically short-term, while bonds are more long-term instruments. Lastly, the interest rate on these securities can either be fixed or variable, depending on the different uh, interest-determining factors. Secondly, and largely considered as one of the most commonly known investment options are stocks or shares. Firstly, a share is simply a unit of ownership. If you purchase a share, you own part of a company. A company issues shares on the stock market, such as the Nusaka Stock Exchange, with the intention to raise capital for their business. Equity, on the other hand, has a small remuneration or payment which depends on the company's performance in a given financial year. If the earnings of a company are bad, there is little or no dividend or capital gains paid out. If the profits of a company are good, then most certainly dividends shall be paid out to all the shareholders. It is worth noting that equity carries no guarantee of repayment at any given date, however distant into the future. So those are shares. When you purchase shares on the secondary stock exchange, you own part of the company, and if that company pays out dividends, you're entitled to dividends. Thirdly, and finally, for the purposes of this episode, we've got mutual funds or unit trusts or collective investment schemes. This is an arrangement that enables a number of investors to pool their money together and have it professionally managed by an investment manager. The manager is tasked with the responsibility of investing into various assets in an attempt to achieve superior investment results for their investors. These assets may include equities, venture capital, bonds, real estate, and other money and capital market instruments. Put simply, it is an investment program funded by the shareholders that trades in a diversified portfolio of investments and it is professionally managed. The beauty of unit trust is that they separate the tedious um, challenge of selecting your own stocks and they put that responsibility into the hands of a professional investment manager whose sole purpose is to earn profit for you, the unit trust holder. 
All in all, these investment options highlighted above are a means through which you can increase your net worth. But there is a catch, a four-letter word. The word is risk. Oftentimes, money is dissipated on speculative ventures. So to protect yourself, there are three things I suggest that you do to guarantee your profitability. Number one, read more before you invest. Number two, ensure that the investment provider is licensed. And number three, if it sounds too good to be true, it often is. Now you know the investment options available for you. I shall now turn to what it is that you can do, what it is that one can do with the 100,000 kwacha. You could either invest in bonds, you could either invest in stocks, or you could put that money into a unit trust. And periodically, you will earn a profit on top of that. But before you decide what to do or what to, where to place that money, these are five things that you must take into account. Number one, verify that the investment provider is licensed. It is very important that you be on the qui vive for any facade companies or people that just want to make profit from your misfortune. Secondly, look for hidden value in a company. And oftentimes before you invest in a company, you probably have an idea of what that company does. And in my opinion, I've learned that longevity of a company signifies or signs or signals underlying value of a company. If you're in the States, for example, you would probably invest in Apple because of number one, the longevity. Number two, if you use an Apple product, you've probably seen the creativity in how they deliver their services. And you can tell that, okay, the people running that business are interested in improving their product and in advancing people's well-being. Thirdly, monitor the market trends. They are what they call bull markets and bear markets. Bull markets are a really good market, literally like the one that we've been experiencing since the end of 2019. And bear markets are where the market is going down in terms of the prices of stocks are decreasing day by day. You have to take note of these things. And the reason why you need to monitor market trends is that in order to profitably engage in the capital markets is about trading. It's about buying and selling. It is about finding buyers for your shares and it's about finding shares to buy. So always remember that the profit is made on the buy and not on the sell. This is a very fundamental concept because oftentimes people focus on how much they would sell or how much they would earn from a sell. But the truth is, if you can purchase something at the cheapest possible price, it doesn't matter how much you sell it at, you're almost always guaranteed of a profit. Number five, think long term. It's important that where you invest your money, you're thinking in the long term. And you're not just thinking about how much profit you earn in this and that period of time. You're thinking about where I put this money, is it going to have an impact? Is it going to, is it going to increase over time? Or for example, if I were to invest in a water company like Aquavita, and I'm thinking over the long term, how many bottles of water would we have given to people? How many, how, many, how many people's thirst would we have quenched? That way you know that when you put your money into something, you're not just seeking to make a profit, but you're also thinking about the bigger picture. 
and really these are the five ways in which five things you need to take into account of course there's much much more but i'll just end by saying if you want to invest your money wisely take time to read about these things